Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone, and thank you as always for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios. Joining me in studio, Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? Jumbo Dave, how are you? Good, Mike. Mike, today we got a little hodgepodge of a show. Um, we're just going to discuss a couple of quick topics, uh, some stuff that we wanted to make sure we followed up on. Uh, for those of you who listened to the last show, <coughs> excuse me, for, the, for those of you who listened to the last show, uh, you remember that once again, uh, I have... I was forced to during the editing process, which is usually occurs within 24 hours of the recording process, uh, forced to drop in a little news um, update, put it that way, as uh, Mike and I spent 10 minutes on the last show talking about how the Rivers of Light is probably not going to be debuting anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, The very next day, it was announced that, lo and behold, the Rivers of Light will have a cast member preview within the next couple of days so we went from from uh we're not going to see this for months till we're going to see it next week till cast member preview right to maybe we're still not going to see it for months yeah that's the latest i heard was actually from jim hill was that they're still not going to put it out there for the public until next spring or summer you know just Shortly before, my, my uh, shortly before uh, Avatar comes on board in the summer of 2017, right. I, my prediction is this will be um, released Earth Day of next year, April 22nd, 2017. That'll give them about a couple of months before Avatar probably starts. Presuming if Avatar starting in uh, the summer of 2017, you figure that's going to be June, maybe Memorial Day at the earliest, right. but probably more like you know mid to late June. Um, so that would give them a couple of months of Rivers of Light before Avatar go, comes on board. I don't... I mean, at this point, they have not announced anything for the holiday season. And, and we talked about last uh, episode, right. what's the point of releasing it in February uh, or you know, the, or January at this point? Well, <clears throat> let's back up a little bit. Good. So we told you there was going to be a preview. <clears throat> and then we had the preview. And that preview was uh, a few days ago now. And the general consensus around the preview was um, that it didn't work. Uh, there, it, it's it was mm-hmm. it paused for technical difficulties midway through. Um, I believe it only did it pause once, or was it more than once? Well, for getting paused, they rebooted it. They started. They started all over it again. all over again, but yes. once. Um, and then they did it the following night, and I didn't hear anything of the sort that they had to reboot. I didn't it. hear that either. Um, but so we still are having technical issues, mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why. We're both assuming now that it is, in fact, not going to be ready for the holidays. Um, I don't see any chance of this. I don't see any chance of that at this point. Well, we don't know the nature of the technical problems, so we can't really assume that we know that. Um, But 
Mike is essentially right. There is, uh, you know, obviously an issue uh, that has not yet been worked out. There is some technical difficulties with the projection. It seems that is the um, the source of their issue. I'm not sure. If, is it the projection <clears throat> or the barges that move on their own? Well, I have a hard time believing. I I I have heard that it's the projection. Now, okay, you may have heard opposite. I don't think just just thinking of barges and moving on their own that's not that difficult a thing to pull off right um but it sounds like they're trying to sort of well and they have been doing this incrementally right they're trying to reinvent the wheel on this projection technology and it's been a big part of what they've done recently i mean we go back to to um Fantasmic, and that was interesting. And but they're really trying to up it with the new things that are coming about now. I mean, projection is is what the nighttime shows are all about now, right? I mean, the new sure. the new Star Wars show, sure. what they're doing at the castle, what they're doing with the Christmas thing. Right. This is all very projection heavy, um, and so we're trying to do this on water screens and probably trying to achieve a clarity uh, and a definition that might be very difficult to achieve. That's what I'm getting at. Well, let me, two things about that. Number one is, <clears throat> with regards to the projection, I had heard through the people who are actually there, whether they be cast members or guest bloggers who were, I guess, guests of cast members, um, <laughs> that the projections were much better than the Jungle Book. Right. I heard that. Now, right. with regards to the floating barges, that's one thing if the barge is moving from point A to point B, and that's all they have to do. But these things, according to the reviews of the show are in constant motion dancing around each other whether it's the four animal barges or the the lotus flowers and there was even you know scuttlebutt out there on on the twitters that two of the barges bumped into each other at one point and that's why they rebooted the show i don't believe i don't know if that's actually true or not right uh, here here's here's the thing about but it, that. that seems to be much more complicated than you than just moving point a to oh, point b oh no. no 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 well i i wouldn't i mean Yes, dancing around is, but all of these things are done on a GPS computer program sure. that moves the that, that moves the different propulsion systems underneath the barges in certain ways. The only thing that comes into play as far as being an issue is that it is a river, and the water does move. Um, mm -hmm. So my assumption is that they would have to then take into account, and this is where the difficulty comes in, they'd have to take into account the varying speeds with which the water moves because if it rains right before that and you have a little runoff uh which you're going to have if you sure. notice that the, the i mean because the whole park is built above these rivers uh so the water's all running off into it you're going to have a change in speed and that could uh, that would therefore affect these barges you would hope that's built into the computer program it may not be isn't it a self-contained river it's still moving water, right? But it's but but it moves, <coughs> as far as I know, by um, technology that Disney has put in there to have the water flowing, so you don't build up. It doesn't look like a big algae. May very well be, right. but that doesn't that doesn't change the fact that if you add water sure. moving to it, because sure. water coming down a hill is moving, right? Um, you're going to have variables in the way this goes. So that as opposed to right. uh, you know the the lake. Uh, the you know 
the World Showcase Lagoon, which would have a lot less movement compared to a river because of the way the water's funneling through mm -hmm. off the runoff into the river. Um, right, and it goes in a circular pattern as opposed to... The right, right, right. So that, so that's, so that could be an issue. Um, but I, I would also think that, that the projection technology and what they're trying to do with it uh, may also be an issue due to the definition that they're trying to achieve. Have you heard anything about quality of the show? Yes, many things. Um, the the uh, I, I, I'm going to try not to give spoilers out. I'm right. You don't want to do. Do you want me to give you the whole? Well, whatever. I don't care um, about spoilers. Like the beginning of the show. It's not a movie. Ten minutes ahead of time. Um, you know, they start with Mike's going to spoil this, folks. If you haven't, uh, <laughs> if you haven't, if you don't want to know the show for whatever reason, you don't want to see. You know, well, some people don't like to see. Yeah, but that's not, like, like a cliffhanger cold. of a show. Mike. It's not. It's not a. You know, <laughs> still people still. Go there's ahead. plenty of people like to go in cold. Go ahead. Um, there's a firefly effect around in the, by the tree of life and um, right. around the around there, which we then, know about, right? And then there's projections of animals that are going to be involved in the show on the tree of life and beforehand. So it's kind of like a, almost like a pre-show. Um, the other thing I heard um, that was very well received is the music. People absolutely loved the music. Right. Um, it's about a 20 minute show. It's there, good, good time. Right. There are much less. Um, living people involved in the show if if you saw the jungle book show that was, it was a lot full of, of dancers yep. and, and people playing instruments and etc right. etc right there's only like four or five people in the show including the two quote-unquote shamans the shaman of light and the shaman of water that are sort of symbolic of of uh, life on earth um, right but i heard that there was it's kind of like a there's no real story to the show it there's no real and the other thing the other criticism i heard Kind of seems like a themed show, like, yeah. More like illuminations, it's very, it's almost disjointed. In <laughs> like its, illuminations, yes. And there's no real like wow moment that you get. And you typically get these with fireworks or, or whatnot. But there's no like ooh ah moment. It's just a very visually pleasant, you know, nice music. It's a, you know, it comes across as I think more of like a pleasant show as opposed to something that's awe inspiring. Um, that you sometimes get with, hmm. you know, like an Illuminations or the Star Wars thing where you have a couple of those big wow moments of lasers shooting around and uh, TIE right. fighters and stuff. Um, you feel that was the consensus of the reviews? Yes. So that may put them back in the drawing board. Yes. Um, yeah, again, this was, the, they were testing it. This is not necessarily the final show. Um, Although it usually is when it gets to this point. <laughs> it usually is. Yeah, it usually, usually is. is. I mean, we, all, we usually don't have cast member previews they, you know, the people, people watching it for the sake of, you know, focus grouping it, so to speak, would be more along the lines of insiders, not straight up cast members who will just go tell everybody what it's all about. I mean, right. usually at this point, they're they're under the impression or, th or they know for sure that, you know, when they show this, this is what people are going to hear about. Sure. So you, you, I got a lot of sense of like, you know, the, 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 the technology of the show. The light effects, the right. the lotus flowers, all the the moving barges all around, and the you know the fountains coming out of the lotuses and all that okay. kind of stuff okay. was impressive, but it wasn't you know wasn't like awe inspiring. It wasn't a fire of a pyre of fire blowing out of the middle of a uh, earth, right? Well, and, right. and maybe that is or just whatever the, the happens nature in of what we expect from a nighttime event right. like an illuminations where the music the you know and the fireworks and like right. the thousands of fireworks shooting off at once or 
like the Star Wars uh, show with the TIE fighters projected and the lasers coming out and music and all that kind sure. of stuff. I mean, there's there's some like ooh and ah moments for both of those shows. And just the consensus was there was no ooh and ah moment in Rivers of Light. Uh, maybe they'll change that. Um, but I don't know. I was happy to hear that the music was very impressive. Yeah. The, and I was very happy to hear that the projection, the biggest criticism of the Jungle Book show was you really couldn't see, see the projection going on yeah, in the water I, I didn't like it either. Yep. And I heard that was much better with this show. So that's that's a positive. <clears throat> yeah, so. the the uh, the water screens in the in the um Jungle Book was more like the Fantasmic ones. Where they were I, a I little, thought even Fantasmic was a little bit better. Yeah, probably. But um I I kind of I kind of thought the technology had gone a little further than that. Uh, but may- maybe it was just because it was cobbled together mm-hmm. so quickly. So, uh, okay, so that's the information on Rivers of Light that we have. <coughs> like I said, this is going to be a bit of a hodgepodge of a show. Um, so the other thing we wanted to discuss was, uh, and again, this is very time sensitive, is uh, I went on a trip to Wait. Disney recently, and Mike feels it compulsory and insists that um, every time we go, <laughs> we have to discuss said trip. Um and so that's what I'm here to do today. However, disgruntledly, I'm doing it. Um, I was down there right at the end of Food and Wine. So the very beginning of November, uh, right after Halloween. Um, and uh, the Christmas decorations were going up at the time. Um, nice. Yeah, throughout. I mean, so you would walk into a hotel one day. Um, and there would be uh, no Christmas decorations, and the next day, if you happen to walk through there again, uh, there would be. Uh, I stayed off property, which is what I am want to do occasionally nowadays. Um, <coughs> um, no, no, no per- particular reason for that, but I do do it. Um, so I am driving to and from any rental car with the rest of the non-resort guests. Uh, I do not have. Um, extra magic hour privileges or anything like that. And I'll be honest with you. I don't miss any of it. (laughs) So, um, serious. So it really kind of opened my eyes, Mike to, to, um, you know, in the the past few years we've gone and I do like, I'm not like you, um, because I have a small, a, a small child, the buses are convenient for me because I can load them up and in without having to put them in a car seat and all that kind of stuff. Um, there is a convenience to that. There's also an issue with that because you end up waiting for th- sometimes to get back to your hotel. But nowadays, for these, these few last few times, I've um, you know done things that I thought I would never do again, especially when I became a DVC member. Uh, I've gone on the parking trams, which I haven't done in years. Right. Um, I've gone on, uh, you know, I don't have extra magic hours. I, you know, these, these kind of things. Um, I don't take the buses. I don't take the boats to different pro- things. And as I said before, I don't miss any of it. Um, it's perfectly fine way to stay. So I would recommend staying off campus if you need to for, for whatever reason, financially or what have you. Um, it is perfectly acceptable and perfectly fine, although there are some challenges which I will get to in just a second. Um, I wanted to start off with the Animal Kingdom stuff. Um, I had not, I can't think of anything new that was that not there the last time I was there. What about holiday decorations? Did you see any of those? At not the- at Animal Kingdom. Okay. At Animal Kingdom, the tree was not up yet. Um, okay. Nothing was out yet. The only places where you were starting to see holiday decorations was um, 
really only the Magic Kingdom because okay. the, the first of the holiday parties was starting, you know, <laughs> two days later. Uh, it's like November 2nd or something. Yeah, like that, right? it was right away. Um, so it, it, actually, it might have been even a night we were there. Um, so that that is you got to take that into account that that's kind of where they focus their attention. Uh, so that was blinged out. Um, by the time I got to the end of the trip, which was, uh, you know, the weekend after Halloween. So Halloween was like a Monday or Tuesday, I think. Uh, I think it was a Monday. So it we're, was. So we're talking about November 4th or 5th when I left, whatever mm-hmm. whatever weekend that was. By the time I got to that, you started to see just a little bit here and there. I'd walk through um, the beach club. And there was some garland up. Right. That's it. Not the full big thing yet. Um, we eat, we ate at the beach club too. We had a character breakfast at Cape May, which that might have been the first time I did that. Oh, really? You've never done that? Before? I, I don't think I have. Um, I did that when my kids were little. It was okay. We did a couple of character breakfasts. We did that. We did um, the Garden Grill at Epcot. I love the Garden Grill. That's a little strong, but it's, no, I love it. Yeah, that's it's perfectly fine. Um, and none of those things were my favorite character breakfast I've ever had. Well, wait been. a minute. With the Garden Grill, did you do breakfast or dinner? Breakfast. All I've right. done both. I've only I, I love dinner. I've never done breakfast. Go I've ahead. done dinner, and I did. We did breakfast um, this time around. We did breakfast. The food is good there. Like it's, I like it, dinner. I, yeah, I like the it a food lot. at breakfast was good too. Um, I just prefer uh, of all the ones I've been to, <laughs> and I think I've been to five. I think I've been to Chef Mickey's. Tusker, mm-hmm. um, Ohana, Ohana Garden Grill, and Cape May. Now I can't think. I I don't think I've ever been to any of the other ones. Crystal Palace, no. Okay, and I've never. There's one with Mary Poppins over at the Garden with Grand Floridian. Yeah, there? no, I've done the dinner there, but it was Mary Poppins. Never. Yeah, the, I've never done that either. Be, oh. uh, excuse me, Cinderella people. Yeah, I would still say Ohana and Tusker House are better than those those two that I went to, um, but the kid loved it. It was great fun. Uh, as far as the Animal Kingdom goes, I don't remember seeing... I don't think there was anything new. Um, there was things not there. <laughs> like the Jungle Book was no longer there. Last time I was there, the Jungle Book show was on. Oh, you mean... Oh, okay. The show. Yep. But uh, just a couple of quick impressions. First of all, the Tree of Life Awakening show um, remains a big favorite. Um, a big crowd favorite. Uh, when you when it when it is showing, there is an enormous group of people. Even at a time where there is not an enormous group of people in the park, um, because I would say, you know, midday Kilimanjaro was up to forty five minutes. You know, that's mm-hmm. as high as it got there. Okay. Um, and no other lines really anywhere in the in the in the uh, park. Um, so it was not a crowded time. At least not at the Animal Kingdom. Uh, but still, at whatever time it was, 7 o'clock or so, uh, there was just a huge group of people sta- standing in front of the tree, like still ooing and eyeing over this stuff, still reacting to all the little things that you see on there. Um, it really is a great show, and, and they've done a terrific job with it. And, uh, you, you know, so, so I still recommend going to see it. Um, I, I could only watch it for a few minutes. My son really couldn't see it because there were so many people there. Tried to pick him up and show it to him, but he, you know, he gets too, right. he gets, he gets bored quickly with things that are just sort of looking at, unless it's Thomas the Tank Engine. But uh, um, so, other than that, I, the only new thing that I wanted to mention, and this is going to lead us into Mike's sort of next segment here, uh, is I got to. My son likes to take a post lunch nap, whether we like it or not. 
It's just the way he does things. Uh, so we eat lunch, he gets a stomach full of food, and then he conks out. So we had gotten to the park. This was our last day. It was Sunday. Um, we had gotten... No, it wasn't our last day. It was the day before our last day. We had gotten to the park. Uh, we had plotted the whole day in for for uh, Animal Kingdom. We're going to be there until the evening. We got there at about 10 o'clock in the morning or so. Did um, a few things. He met Mickey Mouse at the at the Adventures Outpost. Mm-hmm. We did. Uh, he loves the Triceratops spin. That's his favorite thing in the world. Uh, we went and looked at some animals. We went on the safari ride, which he loved. We went out to Rafiki's. We did all this in a couple hours. <coughs> he falls asleep. And I said to my wife, why don't we go sit down somewhere and just let him sleep? Let's stay in the park and, and, and go sit down somewhere. So I said, you know, there's this new bar that's kind of tucked around the corner. Let's go over there. We had already eaten lunch. We had counter service. And uh, so we walked over to the Nomad Lounge. Uh, actually walked through Tiffin's to get to it because sure. I had gone the wrong way. Um, I didn't know there was another door for the Nomad Lounge in the back. And so I, we, we got there. Um, there was really nobody there for lunch at Tiffin's. There was a very small group of people there, only a few tables. And this was at it's like... It's always quiet there, at least so far. Yeah, and this is like, like a 1230. Um, so it was very quiet. We're walking through looking around, taking our time. We go and sit in the, you know, walk around the outside, see the whole thing of, of the Nomad Lounge, and then we sit down, and our son gave us two hours of adult Nomad Lounge time, and it was joyous. Mm-hmm. That is probably now... This, without doubt, the only, to me, in my mind, as far as on-property bars. Including resorts. Including resorts. Okay. There is really only two good bars in the whole of the place. There is the Rosen Crown, and there is the Nomad Lounge. We finally have a second proper bar where adults can sit down at a real enclosed drinking space. And enjoy themselves. And it is, as I said, joyous. The selections of drinks are... I mean, they'll make you anything. But everything's a little off kilter. Right? Everything's a little different. The cocktails are just a a little bit skewed in a way where they're using maybe a different type of rum or a different kind of juice or something that kind of makes it a little more adventurous. We had two or three each, mm-hmm. um, like I said, because we were going to be there all night, and they were all fantastic. The place is themed just right. It's not an over-the-top adventurers club type theming to the point where it's almost distracting. You mean like the Skipper Canteen? Right. It's have you not, been in the Skipper Canteen? I have. Okay. It's not goofy. I mean, and, and I goofy sounds bad, but it's not that. And I have not been in the new place in. Um, the Polynesian yet? Oh, the Trader Sam. Trader Sam. That's over the top, though. That's over the top, and I—I I, I mean, I've seen it, I've looked in it, I haven't drank in it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that. So if you're looking for that, if you're looking for something that's almost cartoony, if you're not really looking for a bar, if you're looking for sort of an experience, <laughs> to use a goofy word, Nomad Lounge is not for you, right? Would you agree? Oh, wholeheartedly. Right. This is just. A full-grown adult's bar with just enough Joe Rody in it 
to make it wonderful. It is. It's got these great little things up on the roof with these little sayings. The banners. The, they're the, it's like gorgeous, a, and the music. And I and I did. I I think I may event soon do an entire show, like just like I did on Music of the Park of just music from the Nomad Lounge. Because do you have the music from the Nomad. Lounge? I have some. Yes, I'm working on it now. Um, I I sat there for two hours shazamming every song. Oh really? Yeah. So I have a list of eight or ten songs. Uh, I mean, some of them I didn't Shazam because I didn't like them. <laughs> Let me talk a little bit about the Nomad Lounge. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what I wanted to do is sort of first gush at how wonderful this place was and how I look forward to the day where my son is old enough and he says to me, I'm going to go on a couple of these rides and I could say, great, I'll be at the bar stool at the Nomad Yeah, I'm Lounge. at that place now. Okay. So Mickey exactly. goes on his own. So, next time I go, Megan will. I'm, I'm so excited that that is there. Because when when at Epcot, Mike, I mean you remember before we had the before I had my son, you guys would uh, by the time I got to day three or four, you would spend a half a day at the Rosencraft. It was just meet me at the bar. I can't walk. I can't thing. walk around anymore. It's too hot. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I just want to sit there and relax. And and now we have another place where we can do that. Thank God. When, when you first walk into the Nomad Lounge, it says, and I'm going to quote. And this is sort of gives you the theme. Welcome travelers to the Nomad Lounge, hence the name Nomad. A place to share stories about travel and adventure. And you were referencing those banners that are in yes. the front there. And those are from different places that they went in, in, in mm-hmm. you know, formulating the animal kingdom. That is so cool. And they ask like questions about travel. And there's actually, um, it's not even wallpaper, but it goes around the wall. There's different like questions Right. What is your favorite place to do this? What is your favorite? Right. That is supposed to spark people sitting there right. to start talking about this. You're, they want you to sort of talk about travel and all that kind of stuff in the Nomad Ranch. Right. Um, it's very kind of, <coughs> you were kind of describing the uh, uh, sort of the laid back atmosphere. It's very woodsy, right. very yep. dark in color. The bar is huge. Um, and But a very dark coloration. So it gives it a very, and I think that's kind of more adult. Uh, to me, anyway. Sure, but it, but it also, as far as layout goes, I mean, it has a great bar, but it also has a, a, a big space of just sort of, you know, tables and chairs. Absolutely. And, and the outside space. I was just going to get to that. Yeah. The wrap, it almost wraps all wraps around. Wraps all around. It's just tables and chairs. So that kind of lends itself to, I'm here with some underage people, you know, because right. you're still in Disney. So. I, I like the fact that you, you know you're adults. You want to drink? Go sit at the bar. And the wraparound, uh, the outside, sits right on the river, so you could sit there, looking at the water. Um, if that's what your ballywick is, I mean, a lot of people like that. I mean, it's like a nice view. Great word. And um, you know, within less than a year, you'll actually be looking at Avatar Land because yeah. it's going to be right there in front of you. Right. Um, and it uh, obviously it's right on the. Um, the walkway to Avatar, the the bridge um, that goes to Avatar, the old right. Camp Mini Mickey Bridge, is, is right physically right there. Um, the menu you talked about a little bit before. The menu is an is actually amazing menu. Right. Um, there's all sorts of animal information, travel information. Oh well, it, that's true too. Yes. Each yeah. each page. Yeah. I read the menu. You read the menu. You could sit there for half an hour easy <laughs> reading which, the menu. Which we did. It's a big, <coughs> thick uh, yep. menu. It's uh, and it. You know, like there'll be a page, there'll be a drink 
you know, something to do with like maybe African rainforest, let's say. Right. It'll be a picture of a gorilla, talk a little bit about a gorilla. And then there'll be a couple of other things, maybe wines from Africa listed on there that you can get. And there's also almost always a virgin version. Oh, yes. Of the cocktail that you had there. And that Correct. was that's another um, sort of thing to, you know, realize that there are going to be a lot of kids around here. There are a lot of virgin drinks. Right. You know, and, and people who don't drink who want to have like something like that. Um, but the menu is absolutely fantastic. Astonishing. Right. You could sit there and read it. And they were, um, again, they were in there, in the menu, there was all these travel notes that were written actually by Imagineers mm-hmm. as they were investigating lands for sorry about that for the animal kingdom so that um that is actually quite cool and there's also very cool incredibly cool what did you drink anyway by the way dave i'd have to look at the menu to tell you for sure um i can tell you one of the things i had first of all they have the congolese spiced ale there um which is they're available only there i don't drink spiced ale i'm an actual beer drinker no it's very good but um, you know, you could be a snob all you want and drink the lame English. I mean, I'm a, I'm a real ale drinker. I don't drink things that's spiced. <laughs> it's very good though. That's for non-beer. Um, I also drinks. had the Mustang coffee, which was coffee, a liqueur, and butter, melted butter. It was delicious. Apparently, it's you know something that is goes around Nepal is a is a popular drink in Nepal. But it has stuff like that at um, at the Nomad Lounge. You had these drinks from. Other lands, so to speak. Um, so if you do go there, by the way, make sure you have the Mustang coffee if you're a coffee drinker. It's delicious. There's also, Dave, um, as you're, you want to tell me what you had to drink or now? I'm just, I'm just looking it up. Go, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you have anything to eat? Okay, I can, I can tell you exactly what I had. I, no, it didn't. We did not eat okay. because we had just eaten dinner. Okay, go ahead. Um, or just eaten lunch. I had the Lambu, Lambu libation. Uh, which is uh, African rum, mm-hmm. banana rum, guava puree, and the puree is what makes it so different, right? right? It gives you a different, con- uh, a, a different texture to it that you that you wouldn't have expected to get. Um, current, current, and I kind of shared. My wife and I kind of shared this stuff as well. She had the Sin- Sinaloa sangria, <laughs> which I don't drink sangria, so she had that on her own. Um, I had the uh, Delang's Delight. Okay. And I believe she had the Leaping Lizard. Um, and we may have split one other. Uh, I think the Tempting Tigress. <laughs> so we really went after, like, all of them. You know, we, we got mm-hmm. a lot. We, we basically went for the drinks. We didn't really... Um, I wasn't in a beer mood at the time, so I didn't. We didn't have beer, uh, and I don't remember anything. On, I mean, there was a few things on draft that looked interesting, but um, you, you know, the beer from that area of the world is uh, all very similar. Let's put it that way. Okay. They're, you know, they're right. all they're all they're all the sort of lighter lagers. Right. So when you have your Tuskers and your Tigers and your um, you know, your uh, St. Well, the St. George is not bad. I've had that. Um, there's a few there that are very much the same. Anyway. Before I move on to one other thing I want to talk about, the Nomad Lounge, mm-hmm. I'll briefly mention some of the food because it's a good place if you're looking for a small lunch. It's a great place to hang out, as we've been talking about, and you can get right. things such as vegetarian summer rolls, Indian butter chicken wings, 
fish tacos, beef sliders, pork ribs. They have a cheese plate, and they also have a bread service from from Tiffins that um, is probably not as good. No, not probably is not as good as Sanaz, but is a good bread service that even includes the pomegranate olive oil that you get um, over at Tiffins with um, with the bread there. Um, so it's a great place to sort of sit and have you know a small lunch. But I did want to ask you one thing: Didn't you? Um, buy like a little banner and and yeah and tell tell me about that okay so you so i forget what the banner is for don't they hang it above the bar yeah but why but you pay for it and i think goes to the conservation fund goes to the conservation fund that's what i was gonna say i thought it was either that or unicef or something along those lines i'm pretty sure it goes straight to the conservation Um, fund yes it goes to the conservation fund it is a small like you know six inch by four inch little uh version of your banner really and um basically what you're supposed to do is write your sort of travel stories on there uh it says the banner itself says my true tale of adventure <laughs> and then at the bottom it says 85 percent of uh the money here goes to the disney conservation fund um so and then you're just supposed to scroll on there, you know, a little tale, a little of of your travel. You don't have much space. I mean, you only right. got maybe a small paragraph you could write. Um, I wrote it on behalf of my son, who has traveled an incredible amount for an 18 month old. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he's uh, so I, I wrote that on there, and then I uh, I actually may have tweeted that. I'm not sure. You may have. You may, may have. have. I, I do remember seeing something. Maybe yeah. Facebook did it. I think I, in, I definitely put it on Instagram. I don't really put things on Twitter much, but uh, okay. I, 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 it was there. It's really cool. It's just a, sort of a neat little thing you can do. Um, do they say how long they keep it up? <coughs> they, they don't. Okay. I mean, I imagine they're going to have to remove them at some point. I mean, you know. I would imagine, but I don't think they've removed any yet. Um, they, have, right. they have them up over the bar. They have them on a little board um, oh, okay. in the back. Uh, they have quite a lot of them up. Quite yeah, I mean, a lot at some point they're going to have to have yeah. some space. And what I would imagine like, is so that yeah, they're just going to start maybe a year or something yeah, like that. My, um, I guess they probably know which side was put in first or that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I would assume. Um, I didn't see where they put it. I, they don't. I, I, well, I'll be there in January. I'll look. Yeah, look around for I it. I plan on spending quite a bit of time at the Nomad Lounge. And uh, so, <coughs> anything else about the Tiffins or Nomad you want to mention, or is we that... can talk about Tiffins some other day? Let's, okay, let's stick with Nomad Lounge. But I. Are you going to move on to something else? I am. Before we do, I'd like to play a game. <sighs> an episode of Dave's favorite, of America's favorite game. Okay. Because you were talking about transportation before. <laughs> Have you heard about the new express transportation ticket coming to Disney? No. All right. What? So listen to this. It's interesting, actually. Oh, God. Express bus bus transportation is coming to Walt Disney World later this month, starting, I believe, on December seventh. Enabling quicker transfers between its theme park, theme parks for a price. Express bus pr- transportation will pick up guests inside the park, and then by making use of backstage areas, you will reach your destination faster than what? using a regular bus service. The service can be added when you purchase a park hopper ticket. You can either get a one day or a multi day. So I'll ask you the prices of both of those. Annual pass holders can add it to their pass too. It operates from 10 a.m., so about an hour or two hours, depending on the day, after the park opens, parks open, to park close. You will be picked up in the following areas. Right by, in Magic Kingdom, you'll be picked up right by Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger, whatever. 
Okay. Near at Epcot, you'll be picked up near Guest Relations at Spaceship Earth. Okay. At the Hollywood Studios, you'll be picked up near the Rock and Roller Coast, uh, Coaster Courtyard, so kind of in the back there. That's where the bus will get you. Right. And at the Animal Kingdom, it's actually going to pick you up near Kilimanjaro Safaris, which is where, so if you remember when doors. we did yeah. the, the yeah. Sunrise Safari, that's where we entered. Right. Uh, Dave, how much do you think that costs you per day? Is it per person per day? It is, uh, yes, per person per day. $75. For a day. For a day. $15. What? And multi-day. So if you're there for a week, it's going to cost you $24. What? It's actually not that bad of a deal, really. It's really not that bad of a deal. If you're there for... No, it's six, great. But remember what it does. It's only between the parks. So how often do you go from Magic Kingdom to Animal Kingdom without stopping at your hotel first and relaxing? I see. I see. Okay. So it's not as useful as I thought it was. It's not as useful as you thought it was. If it included the resorts... Then it's very useful. Then it's very useful. But I don't know if they can actually do that because then you're talking about a lot of different buses. Yeah. I mean, this is specifically... There's going to be a bus that goes back and forth between each of the four theme parks. See, I thought it was resorts, too. I mean, if they added so Disney only Springs to it, that, yeah. by the way, then it might be a lot more useful. Or the water parks. Yeah. Then I could see the, the value of it. It's not expensive. It's, yeah, and, and but, if you're, but you're, only, of, you're only using it maybe once a day. Maybe. That's it. Maybe. Yeah. I, I probably would only use it two or three times in a trip. Right. Never mind uh, in a day. I mean, I very rarely go from one park to the other directly. It's usually... You know, hanging out in the park in the morning right. and then like hang out in the hotel, relax, you know, whatever, get something to eat mm -hmm. and then go to another park at night. I very rarely, occasionally, but very rarely go from one park directly to the next. Can you buy it? You have to buy it in advance? Uh, yes, but you can buy it. So when you upgrade your ticket, you could buy it. You could probably buy it that day. Okay. So you're paying basically for a taxi. Essentially. It's not bad, and except it, it that when you figure that it's now, if you have a family of four, you're paying $60 for a taxi that would probably cost you 25 bucks. Probably, yeah. It's so, probably worth it to go get a taxi. Yeah. Or an Uber. Or an Uber, right, which right. I guess is the thing now. Um, I don't know. I've never taken an Uber before. I've never done an Uber either, yeah. actually. Uh, I came very close, but I, I didn't. We're very suburban, Mike. We don't do Ubers. You know? <laughs> um, so uh, um, <clears throat> the last thing I wanted to mention... And I kind of alluded to this before when I was talking about driving in. Um, we were there for the final weekend of food and wine. And Mike and I have gone on um, endlessly, really, about how much the two of us can't stand food and wine. I get a lot of criticism for that. Yeah. And and I have been, a, I was a person who began loving food and wine. When food and wine first when I first went to food and wine, which, I mean, this goes back 15 years. Probably I don't know when the first one was, but it, it's a long time ago. Um, I loved it. I mean, it, there, there wasn't anything I didn't love about it. We would spend. I, I remember one trip there. We went. Uh, we loved it so much. We went back there every night. We were staying probably at the boardwalk. Um, we went there every night. I mean, we we ate there. We drank around the world. We went to the concerts. We did the whole thing. I mean, <coughs> we just couldn't couldn't get enough of it. Changed my plans around for the parks entirely, doing all the other parks in the morning, and then going to food and wine at night. I skipped all the nighttime shows. I never went to Wishes or anything. I just went to food and wine. And we were there until, the, until it closed, until it kicked us out. Mm -hmm. um, now, I avoid it 
like a jungle fever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't get away from it fast enough. Um, the last day we were there, I drove into the park, and thank God we had uh, this. I'm sorry. This was the yes, the last day of food and wine that we were there. It was a Saturday, so maybe food and wine was also on Sunday. So it might have been the, sure just the last there, yeah. weekend. So it was a Saturday. Um, Thank God we had breakfast reservations in the park before opening Mm -hmm. because we went to breakfast and then a couple of people who were in the party with us uh, because we were meeting people there for breakfast left the park at about 10 o'clock and reported a traffic jam the lot's closed on a couple of those Saturdays and Fridays. At, uh, I've never heard of that. The Epcot lot is huge. And there, and, and and it's all people coming in at like 10-ish because at 11 o'clock. It's a lot of locals. Right? And it's all people coming in. And we couldn't believe it. And 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 I I mean, it was about, a, at about, we heard, they were texting us. This was around 11 o'clock-ish. And we were there in the parks until 2 or 3 because we were, you know, at least that was the plan. Um, and we were, uh, we, we had, you know, we, we'd hoped to get the kid to stay awake until one or two and, and, and then leave. Um, so we're walking, right? We, we got out of, of um, imagination. We had gone up to the little lounge and, and we were both kind of hungry. And I said, you know what? Food and wine's just opening now. Mm-hmm. Let's jump over there. And uh, usually that's the best time to do it. Yeah. And get a little something to eat. So we st- take that turn and that sort of back path, you know, and walk up towards the World Showcase. And it's 11.15. And I said, you know, maybe we'll just go get a cheese thing or something for the baby or something small. Right. And the line, the, the, the people, the, the crowds of people out there are, are already incredible. Those two of us just turned around and went right back. I really, I just, I just don't get it. So then... At about one o'clock, or so we go on another maybe ride or two, and then we're like, you know what, this place is just going to get crazy. Let's get out of here. Right. So we went back to the hotel and then changed our plans. Went over the Animal Kingdom for the evening, and uh, so we were walking out. And as I'm leaving, first of all, there's still an incredible amount of people coming in, and they're all like wearing these T-shirts mm-hmm. that. I guess they just learned to drink, and so now they're proud of themselves. So they're all wearing these shirts like, you know, Irish drinking team with somebody falling over or, you know, a wine glass yeah, or, stupid. you know, it's like, it's like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's, 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 it's like a frat party. It's not even because <laughs> you wouldn't dress like that to a frat party. No, but you know what I mean? It's like that mentality. <laughs> it's, it's more like. Somebody just discovered St. Patrick's Day mm. for the first time, you know, and oh, I mean, it's okay to drink, you know, I, I mean, I couldn't believe the type of people coming in here, what this was trying to do, you know, or what this was accomplishing. I mean, I guess they're just raking the money and boom, 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 boom. And, and I guess Ooh, Disney. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I mean, Disney's it's a gold mine. And I and I guess that it's I mean, I can't. Listen, a couple of days before, we had walked around food and wine during the week when it was less of an issue. Right. Folks, there is nothing there 
drinking wise that you can't go down to your local liquor store and buy for half the price there's nothing there right there's nothing adventurous you're not getting anything new you're getting drinking wise you're getting a five ounce pour of a beer for four dollars sometimes which is just mind-numbingly expensive why are these people doing this i who why are so many people so excited to wait in a 20 minute line to buy a five dollar of a four ounce pour of beer that they can get down the street there's two things i will never i i always wanted to come up to walk up to somebody and ask them really what is your thought process here number one is this waiting it's amazing 45 minutes in a line for an eight dollar pork roll or a you know whatever four dollar pour, pour of- even five minutes in a line isn't worth it for some of these things <laughs> or, or the people who see, you know, the wait for test track at 170 minutes on and then get in line. Get in line. I want to ask, <laughs> what are your thought process? Those are the two things I don't get. And maybe if somebody actually rents those cabanas we talked about last for 700, right. I want to ask them what their thought process right. was. But, but um, the those two things I don't, I just don't understand the appeal of waiting in line after line to get expensive beer you can get anywhere else and and reheated food and mediocre appetizers that's what they are they're mediocre appetizers reheated right just walk into saint angel inn or and get <sighs> a, a food that's just as good and more likely better you have a better selection of beer in the rose and crown sure you have a better selection of wine inside the restaurant at France or any, there's you can experience all of these things so much easier. But more than that, there's all these people with these beer and wine and they get t-shirts on, and, and they all think that they're like being, I don't know, like this is a club. We're gonna come here and drink because right. this is, you know, we don't get to do this yeah, at home or something. I don't understand. And they all act like idiots, and it turns into this nonsense. It turns into. St. Patrick's Day at an it's Irish a, bar, it's and it's it's so I crazy, and I cannot food. believe Disney wants this. And this leads me back to what well, we were talking but, about before. We I mentioned this a little bit last week when it comes to Epcot and these changes, and we're going to Disney it. Do you really, Mike, if you're this new Parks and whatever the head of Chip Chapack or whatever his name is, right. do you really want to have kids Trying to get to the Frozen ride, the Ratatouille ride, the Mulan ride, whatever it is that you're going to put into the World Showcase to make it more Disney, like he says. Do you really want those kids walking around there during food and wine on a Saturday night? I don't want my kids walking through there on a Saturday no, night during no, no, food no, no, and wine. But they're never going to change that. I mean, food and wine's a gold mine. If they're printing money. You just said it yourself. There are thousands of people. I understand. In line. But then we have to really, I think everybody involved at Epcot has to stop. Think about whether or not we want to go down the path of Frozen at Norway for the rest of the place. Do well, we, do we really want that? Because for however many months of the year now, and it's they've extended it even more, so it's a good... It's like August 30th now. Yeah, year. it's like a good quarter of the year. We're getting close to three months. Three That's what month I mean. Mark, yeah. We're getting near a quarter of a year. Thankfully, for, Flower and Garden hasn't gone down this route yet. It's still it's more coming. reasonable. Uh, you know... You have a on the weekends of the busiest nights. You have a place that children should not go. Right. I don't care what anybody says. They should not go. Now my son's too too young to understand some of this stuff. No, but, but an I eight mean, year old, Mike, there was a guy puking over the side into the World Showcase yeah. Lagoon. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. 
I mean, it's, it's like people are ridiculous. It's disgusting. And they're all middle aged. It's like going to a like a Yankee Red Sox game, walking out of a Yankee. Everybody's blitzed and carrying on. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. And you just you just want to get the hell out of Dodge. Hey, spring break. I understand you're young. You haven't done this. Yeah, before. but you know, these but if, people aren't spring break age, Mike. Not, not only that, but if you're going they're to full grown adults, if you're going to Miami Beach during spring break, you, you're. I mean, you're asking for it. You're asking for trouble. I get it. I get. You it. would think. I mean, most people. I don't think. The general public doesn't realize what they're in for. What they're in for, right? And and it's not just how crazy it is; it's and how it's just gotten over the top crazy. And maybe it's because it's the last weekend, so all the locals are piling in. But closing the you have so you're almost getting the capacity. They worked. They closed the. <laughs> I've insane. never heard it's of the insane. Epcot par- parking lot being closed on Christmas Day or New Year's Day. I've never heard it. Some of the other ones, Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, always. Yeah, right. But Epcot has a huge. In fact, they direct a lot of people, like the Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom, to Epcot and shuttle and them over by the monorail yep. or whatever. Yep. So that just tells you that what the population there is local is a lot of local, right. a lot of like people driving in as opposed to New Year's Day. Or These people Christmas are all Day. driving home, Mike. I uh, <laughs> don't even want to. They're even, all driving I home. Or, yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to end on that because. Uh, we had mentioned it last week about the, or maybe was it the last show about the going Disney down the Disney yes, road? Yes, it was. And I, I, I couldn't go through this trip without just mentioning this because it is really the one thing that stuck out for all of us is just how bad it's gotten over there now. And, and I know that Food and Wine has a lot of fans. Um, I, I'm sorry, I'm not one of them. Neither is Mike. Oh no, I hate um, it. You're not going to change it my for mind. Years yeah, now. And, and and I often go to Disney around in the fall. I like the weather then, so we go there a bit. Um, and I'm forced to kind of endure it if I want to go over to the World Showcase. Um, you know, I guess it's up to me to change those plans. But who knows? Now we're adding another festival, the Food and True, but Art I, I can't imagine I mean, this is going to happen. We're hoping that it doesn't. You're right, 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 right. But I mean, Flower and Garden. But they're throwing in, like Mike. This. They're throwing in the 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 buzz a buzzword, the food thing. So, of course they are, right? As but opposed to flower, flower and garden. garden too. But it th- doesn't draw the same kind of like drinking crowd, like the people we'll you see. described with shirts and oh, it's just crazy. like throwing up all over the place. It doesn't <laughs> it doesn't really draw that crowd, flower and garden anyway. At least so far, I can't believe Disney serves them. I can't believe they after they've had they've drank so much. Yeah, that they walk up to one of these things and they. I can't believe Disney serves them. something bad's going to happen one of these days. It really is. Oh yeah, and it's. I don't. I don't know. I, mean, I can't imagine there hasn't been accidents yet. I'm sure. There I'm is. sure there is. They just they don't need to report that. Okay. Um. So yeah, something bad's going to happen anyway. So that's it. We're going to leave you on a downer here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I guess that's it for the show. Um, don't forget to uh, follow us on Twitter. Mike's at Jumbo, everyone. I'm at Radio Harambe. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. Find us all those places. Go to JumboEveryone.com, and you'll find all the links there. Uh, you can also, please, subscribe to the show on iTunes. Uh, a five-star rating is what we deserve, in my humble opinion. Um, so make sure you go ahead and give Keep us a five. Five, six stars, because we deserve that. Yeah, so make sure you go give us a five-star rating. If you have any questions or any um, comments about the show, feel free to email us, uh, jomboeveryone at gmail.com. So for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride, Quaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. <laughs> Now, who do, who, 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 who,
Now, who, 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 now, who, 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 who